0: Hello, and thanks for joining us for PACT. P is for Peter. That's me, ACD, right next to me here, the lovely Miss Astronaut Cowboy Doctor, Master of Science. Help us out by subscribing on YouTube, Spotify, Audible, Apple Podcasts, any of your favorite podcast services. Leave us comments. Also, leave glowing reviews on Audible and Apple Podcasts. Most importantly, though, tell your friends. You can help us keep the lights on by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash Coffin. Your monthly support gets you into the Discord server, gets you exclusive content, and you see some content before everyone else. For instance, patrons have been able to watch my new very important documentary, Free Speech Extreme Early. So becoming a patron gives you access to that. Everyone who wants to participate in the premiere of this video on Saturday needs to show up at youtube.com slash Peter at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to be streaming and then premiering the new very important documentary. Sorry for the long intro, but we really want as many people there as we can get. Stream is at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Free Speech Extreme is at 7.30.
1: Which is better? Ableism Racism or homophobia.
0: <laughs> I don't know. What do we mean by better? I guess is where we start with that.
1: <laughs> Wait, the, the reason that I am saying that is because um, the Holiday Inn thing that that really blew up on Twitter. It feels like in Twitter time, it was like maybe a couple years ago. It
0: feels almost memory hold at this point.
1: Yeah, but, but it's been less than a week because we haven't talked about it. Um, there was a, a sort of viral video um, of this Holiday Inn employee who was having a hard time addressing the concerns of a Black customer who it, it seems like there was a difficulty with the system that had messed up and the employee couldn't figure it out. And the Black customer was recording him. And and recording himself also sort of yelling and berating the employee, and the employee had a very severe reaction in which he was like hitting himself. It, it kind of looked like a severe psychiatric reaction to what was happening, and um, he he got up and went off camera and was crying and was like ruining my life. Um, it was more than an anxiety attack. And like what we would call a panic attack. It was more than that. It was, it wasn't like, you know, heart racing, heavy breathing, whatever. He was like hitting himself with the equipment and like.
0: He he punched himself in the head and then he hit his head onto the computer monitor, which is obviously like extreme behavior. And you would really have to be under pretty, pretty intense duress for something like that to happen.
1: Yeah. It's also it's kind of strange to me that the customer, knowing that he was recording it and posting it, like didn't have this social desirability to be like, hey, if I'm going to like post this, maybe I shouldn't be yelling at this guy and saying the F word and like all that. It's kind of like when you're in a therapy session, like with a parent and the parent is just like treating the kid like shit. And you're I mean. I'm a mentor reporter, so maybe like kind of tone it down a little bit.
0: You gotta uh, know what you're presenting here. Like yeah. See, this is a this is a very image centric world and, and we're paying very close attention to what is being presented at all times. And if you are presenting yourself as the aggressor, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: that's that's not good. But the the reason that I, I specified the races of the two people involved with this is because the way that it was initially marketed was, um, what did it say?
0: So Tariq Nasheed posted this video labeled, a white Holiday Inn Express worker has a nervous breakdown after he got scolded by a black customer because of mistake in the reservation system. a lot of different reactions, ours was this is clearly some kind of an episode. This is horrible that somebody would record this and put it on. But like a lot of the reactions were very different from ours. They were saying things like black people are never afforded the grace of a public mental health breakdown, no matter the situation. This man is suffering mental health issues and shouldn't be in a public facing job. The black men who filmed feared for his safety horse he
1: shit. continued yelling at the employee as he went in the back room and was crying and saying you're ruining my life
0: yeah the employees literally trying and to leave
1: continued to film him and, and yell at him and berate him and apparently caught him homophobic slurs
0: yeah um the employee uh was on reddit later and said oh hey it's me literally on the edge of my rope contemplating a lot of things as i do this doesn't anyone have a bad day anymore I'm the front desk guy at this hotel. I am the subject of this video, which by the way, the video got posted to r slash public freakouts, which is basically wild cow shit. Like watch people freaking out in public and make fun of them. Right. What the guy recording didn't record was him calling me a, the, the word that rhymes with agate and starts with an F.
1: I mean, technically we're allowed to say it because we're queer.
0: Um, We're both queer. Yeah. What the guy recording didn't record was him calling me a faggot for taking his money, which is my job, as well as threatening my job security. While the depiction is correct, because I am a giant homosexual, that was that I was done. Right before he started recording, I told him I have mental illness. I need a moment to think before he just kept going and going and going and going before it became too much. Yes, I have BPD with schizoaffective tendencies. This is not one of my best moments. Mental illness is real and it can literally destroy lives. All I wanted to do was help him, which I couldn't because at that point my hands were tied. But they pressured me and tried to argue with me and I don't know how to handle it. Terrible. And and, and there were a number of people who were just saying very woke things about how the white Worker person was just bad. couldn't
1: handle criticism from a black person and, Obviously. and was threatening the black man with his nervous breakdown that did not affect him in any way and elicited continued recording of the situation where, of course, the, the underlying threat of all of those criticisms is that these people are upholding white supremacy by not supporting vulnerable workers. Yeah. It's an anti-labor stance to defend a customer at a hotel, treating an employee that way for Absolutely. a mistake that they weren't accountable for and were trying to fix.
0: There were also people who were like, it was bad what happened to the worker, but none of you would care if it weren't a white man, which.
1: That's so not fucking true. If if those roles, caveat, I, I hate saying that because that's a thing that like people, I'm not saying that like reverse racism exists. No, and I just want to put that caveat out there.
0: If the races were reversed, if anything, it would be something I would be more concerned about. Uh, if it was literally the exact same thing, however,
1: the power dynamic in that situation is is not that of race. The thing that is so insidious about this, though, is that we are able to use either. Faux or real but misdirected concern about racialized hegemony. That is a big concern. But using sort of progressive verbiage to at least illustrate, pretend that you care about white supremacy to obscure the actual power relations that we're observing that do disproportionately affect Black people. But in this case, interpersonally at the microcosm of the individual was a white person suffering the conditions of being a worker.
0: Yeah. And ultimately, if we're talking about like interpersonal or morality or whatever, it's not good to be an asshole to service workers. But beyond that, the power dynamic at play is that the worker is selling their labor. And in the case of this worker, particularly, they're selling their labor at being a customer service worker, interfacing with uh, machines, which more or less facilitate the transaction for the customer getting into a hotel room. And if the machine screws up, it is not their fault. What the customer ultimately does here, though, is penalizes a worker who is being coerced into labor who clearly has issues that affect his performance in a public facing job that is still it's necessary for him to occupy that position you're blaming that person for an issue that is well in two ways systemic first it's systemic in terms of the worker and power dynamic but also systemic in terms of the software screwing up (laughs) Yeah. yeah.
1: After attempting the transaction. Yeah. So, a systemic sociological perspective as well as an engineering, a a technological (laughs) perspective. Yeah. The the other thing that's so absurd about that um, tweet where that woman is like, number one, a black person has never afforded the grace of a public breakdown. One, does she want all people to not be afforded that grace? Like so if if white people have that, then they should be brought down and, yeah. and not and not be afforded that.
0: We should degrow the <laughs> no, white people's, the people's privilege. We, have to, fuck we out. have to degrow white privilege. Yeah,
1: rather than elevate racial and ethnic minorities to having the same charitability in that in those situations. Secondly, he was not afforded that grace. No. Viral video was posted online that compromised his job security and put him in economic precarity.
0: And you've got these garbage gossip sites just like trying to squeeze every bit of value out of it. Holiday Inn worker has violent meltdown towards black customer. Uh, posted by a site called mto news a worker at the holiday inn express had a violent meltdown after being confronted by an african-american hotel guest about his mistake oh the white man made a mistake and he was confronted by a african-american about it and so he had a violent meltdown what a horrible man And like the thing is, like if the white guy was somehow the aggressor here, like there is some possibility that that description would be apt. But that's not the case at all. This is a a garbage gossip rag trying to wring every bit of value out of like a person with mental illness having an issue. It's disgusting.
1: Luckily, from what I hear, the the employee was offered the job.
0: Yes, he was offered the job back.
1: And it, it's also tough because there are probably like well-intentioned people who think that, you know, this is a reflection of, of racism against black customers, which they're wrong, by the way.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> and, and by defending that situation, again, I can't stress this enough, and this is my main point about this, is to defend the customer in that situation is a white supremacist act. And that is an anti-worker stance to have, and that is a that kind of normalization of interpersonal interactions between customer and vulnerable worker, something that is being promoted in that way. That will that will and does disproportionately affect racial and ethnic minorities in a negative way.
0: It's an it's an ideological way of justifying anti-worker ideology which you become more and more accustomed to as you see it presented as anti-racism
1: which by the way is also really dehumanizing to black people and that like we can't criticize black individuals who are anti-worker i mean
0: it's it's, it's infantilizing
1: yeah and, and it's kind of like um it's,
0: it's removing agency from black people they're not allowed to have bad thoughts they're not allowed to be real people. They aren't three-dimensional. They're two-dimensional. They're bystanders. They exist.
1: The analogy that I was going to use was that it, it kind of reminds me in, like, the early 2000s, but like, 2010s, where, like, female villains were becoming a thing. And instead of, like, characterizing those villains as, like, awful mm-hmm. and, like, doing mm-hmm. heinous acts, mm-hmm. the way that those were marketed was, like, oh, what a fucking lady boss, like, yes, bitch, <laughs> okay, work, like, <laughs> that, like, obviously, these are not the same things, and I, I get hesitant to do analogies like that, because the, the construct of patriarchy operates at a much different level, but in a, not, in a level that is related to white supremacy, but just this example kind of seems like the same thing, in the infantilization, mm-hmm. and, like, mm-hmm. unidimensionalizing black people as people who cannot be criticized for, failure i also and both of us kind of had this reaction of like is anyone else just really bored by these stories as much as i want to hasn't this just been like over just like overdone and and over talked about in such a short period of time the problem is and the reason that we need to talk about these things is we're whenever we talk about individuals or, you know, what AOC or Illinois Omar said, or what this customer did to this worker. Um, or even like the same way that people are prioritizing the George Floyd trial as a way to talk about police brutality. That's actually a really good example. And that the reason that we talk about these individual things that happen is because they're obviously illustrative and reflective of systems and how systems operate. It's important to dissociate the conversation about this from the consumeristic appeal of just like, you know, fabricated outrage about, ah, this worker was assaulted. And, and just like, we're talking about class. We're talking about white supremacy. We're talking about the systems that underpin what happened in the situation. And also, um, what underpin people's reactions to it.
0: Also, I, I think that it's important to talk about because this is an example of ideology playing out. Yes. Um, it's how the woke ideology. Um,
1: ultimately fucks over black people. Yeah, and workers.
0: It, it fucks over black people. It fucks over workers. It fucks over all of the things that it ultimately claims that it's about fixing. It's this situation where You have this stated goal of something like anti-racism and you go really hard at it. And the most visible addressing of these situations ultimately ends up being propagated by like Target or (laughs) some other company like uh, Whole Foods has a BLM thing.
1: Well, then again, and you said like, you know, these people focus on maybe like one unilateral issue like anti-racism. They Mm -hmm. think that they are, but they're not no exactly if, if you're not talking about class you, you are you do not have a anti-racist analysis exactly The underlying factor of that is that I am considering the material conditions and resulting inequities that disproportionately affect people of color because of the overarching justifying ideology of white supremacy and how neoliberalism continues to incentivize double down, and perpetuate that.
0: But because you're unable to address any of those things, uh, you're left with only so many options. So you end up having to come up with these individual justifications. I mean, if you go really hard, you essentialize and you end up thinking that instead of white people, good black people, bad, it's white people, bad black people, good. And when you do that, you end up with black people, bad eventually anyways.
1: (laughs) Yeah, right. Exactly. Like
0: because you end up essentializing black people and you end up with this idea that you know black people make good choices and then when they don't make good choices you have to fake that they do make good choices like for instance because
1: they're categorically different in in have compromised decision making compared yeah exactly to, right
0: the george floyd thing with the 20 dollar bill that he passed like people are like well that's we can't talk about that we can't talk about the fact that he's in a position where he makes a bad choice Because they don't want to talk about why he's in that position.
1: Right. And it's not a bad choice.
0: Well, I'm just saying by the standards of the ideology, it's a quote unquote bad choice.
1: Sure. Again, my takeaway from this is that the consumer response to this, and and I mean like content consumer response to this in some circles, is kind of like co-opting. The idea of racial progressivism to obscure anti-worker sentiments it, it, that will disproportionately impact Black people.
0: Like individually, yeah, it affected a white person the most in that one specific, exactly one specific instance. Uh, in terms of how that video will ultimately reinforce ideology, it will hurt Black people more. That's all for today. Thanks again for watching. This is packed. I'm Peter. This is Miss Astronaut Cowboy Doctor. To help us out, click like, follow, subscribe, whatever. Leave us five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts and Audible. To support us, become a patron at patreon.com slash Peter Coffin. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you later.